0: It's a trap, you walk right out of the hate. All over a new king that's face is just replaced. It's all the same, used still be ruled by force. So and no matter who it is, he'll still carry on the torch. Just a lie, cheat, steal. Pep up what you make. Taxation is theft, it's time to vacate the state. New splash, all your cash is now you. matter a new master don't matter when they both want the same the state don't play no games they got you trying to survive and put you on sides they're ready to kill each other that's conquering divide it's off for show up for hyper control
1: that's a fucking even though you should just get one vaccine even if it just saves one life you've done the job quit being selfish quit hurting other people also, we support suicide bombing bridges with innocent people on it over in uh, Crimea, boy. And we're back with another episode of Buns and <laughs> We're here to give everything you want to hear and more. Man, these leftists just keep going so left. If the Earth was flat,
2: they would have fallen off of it. What, what was up with that bridge, though? I did see a video. It was a of that suicide earlier. bombing, from what I saw. God damn! Did the, the dude have like? He must have been like. That was a big fucking explosion. Yeah was a big fucking truck or like, train it depends on what angle you look
1: at on the video but what a pre- what a listen so <laughs> what a pres- what a present to give president vladimir putin on his birthday yeah cuz that was his like one of his crown jewel achievements was that he had not only taken crimea but he built that bridge from russia to crimea yeah and now it's not there anymore yeah i mean it's there kind of but it's like not usable that whole thing is such a fucking shit show over there and man is that like- fucking queer that they had dancing around like a female in, in bondage equipment. Uh, what's his name? Zelensky, the president of Ukraine. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was like basically said, like there will be no peace talks while Vladimir Putin is president. And then he called on NATO to fucking preemptively nuclear bomb Russia. Are you out of your fucking mind? Do you want to die? This is either the shittiest fucking show I've ever
2: seen. Or he is the dumbest, gayest motherfucker alive. I tell you what, man, It like any, I don't know if you've ever watched any World War II movies that deal with like what was going on on the Eastern Front, Mm -mm. but that shit over there, and I bet you to an extent, it's just like, like, it's just such a fucking disorderly fucking chaotic mess. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like at one point in time, I saw an article, they were trying to say that Russians were pulling gold teeth out of people's heads and they found a big box full of gold teeth. And then it turned out it was just from a dentist's office. Like teeth, gold teeth that the the dentist had pulled now,
1: Are you talking about propaganda? Oh, okay, never mind You're talking about before Sorry, I got caught up with propaganda. No, no, this was recent
2: Like this was. Oh, like, I see, okay was, like, They were trying to say that the Russians were Well,
1: they're also saying that they're raping kids Did you see that? Yeah the, the Ukrainians have alleged that It's like, it's the same shit over and over again
2: Yes You gotta hack it for a little bit It's the Dippins With the baby Dippy boy what are you doing? It's a dippy
1: dippy. What are you doing? Dippy dippy. I've been trying
2: to wake him
3: up and this is
0: the
2: most he's going to wake Hi. up. Hi. Got some smiles. You guys smile.
1: Dippy 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 yeah. dippy 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 everywhere. Hi. Maybe
2: maybe needs to come see you. You want to come see me? Hello
1: there, child. Just see him for a minute and then we'll go
0: back in. All right, come here. wake up for a
2: minute. Hello there, baby man. He's a wee baby. It's just a baby. He's a wee baby, man. wee little baby. Would you like to say anything for the folks at home? It
1: seizes if you have a tum-tum. I would like to get it. You just had
2: a bottle.
1: got a full tum-tum?
4: <laughs> I just got
1: up, but I'm ready to go back. A wah, 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 <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Are you awake now? Are you awake? Tell me all about it. <laughs> <laughs> tell me all about it. I know you got a story to tell. Go bye bye. <laughs> Get some thick little footsies, my dude. Yeah.
2: Thick and wide. Look at that shit.
4: We're a size twelve wad. for Ford tough. <Tuff. laughs>
2: he's got he's hammer toed right now. He's <laughs> <It's> just
1: tough. <laughs> It's a
2: baby
1: chin, Lord. No. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, fuck off.
4: I'm. A ba, ba, ba? Ba?
3: I'd
2: love to hear the. The sound. What are you doing? Your toes getting
3: tangled
2: There we go. You talking to it like this. You go, oh, oh hello, hello.
3: Bye bye. Say bye bye.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much of you guys after the editing got that at home, but uh, baby I'll tubs. Leave, I'll leave some of it. Baby tubs came in for for a little chit chat. Yeah, he woke up from his nap. He actually answered all the questions
1: that anyone <coughs> has in the universe. Yeah, with silence and mm-hmm. maybe the occasional
2: deep breath. He doesn't need to say anything. <coughs> he just has to use his dark uh, abyss colored eyes. to stare right through you yeah um and through uncomfortability you answer your own questions is what you're saying yeah pretty much okay yeah um well that's what the his eyes are the abyss that Nietzsche was talking about when it says the abyss stares back yeah if you stare too long you become it yeah so I of where I was at though uh, we were talking about Ukraine and whatnot whatever yeah so speaking of the abyss though I uh watched the new Hellraiser movie last night. I did not know there was a new one. yeah, it just came out on Hulu last night so it's got a trans person well, a black main character
1: no and a gay couple.
2: there is a gay couple Whew, man I got two for three yeah well here's what I'm gonna say though <laughs> this is what I'm gonna say and I'm not trying to like uh justify it, uh, all of it by any means but here here's what I'm going to say is that anybody out there who's read Clive Barker? Okay, Clive Barker, one, <laughs> is a gay man, mm. right? Yeah And he is a more gory, perverted version of Stephen King mm. Like, I would say easily yeah. More perverted I don't know, it's hard to say though, man I'd never read anything about, with by Clive Barker that involved a child gangbang So Yeah, Stephen King's a closet, you know Like Clyde Barker keeps it just with you know horny adults.
4: I'm
1: surprised that with it being a new uh, th- a new film on Hulu that they didn't make uh, uh, what the fuck is the man Freddy's? They didn't make him a uh, pinhead. Pinhead, sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry that they, they didn't make uh, pinhead a uh, some sort of weird like okay uh, map like a man- minor
2: attracted person. No, no. So here, here, and here's the and here's my final word on the whole thing is one. Kai Barker has always been on the weird sexual side. So it was like seeing a gay couple and it didn't affect me. And two, they had a woman play pinhead, right? But here's the thing. Here's, what? no, here's the thing. No, no. You can't, it's, i like, you can look at it and be like that. I think that's a female actor, right? You could look at it and say that looks like a female. That looks like an actress, right? But at the same time, they didn't make her like, they didn't make it absorbently feminist, or feminine. What were her pronouns? Uh, suffering and pain. Okay, well, but uh, at least they kept that. So, like, that's the thing, though. To me, like, if you've read the actual source work, Pinhead is an androgynous fucking no, a sexless fucking sex demon. Does that make sense? Like, oddly enough, though, the original one looked like a
1: sergeant that I had at the Montgomery County Jail who was high on steroids. You know,
2: it's funny you say that. I as I was watching that last night, I thought about that. And I told you that story. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe the actor who played the original penhead's name was Doug Bradley. A man, yes. Um, okay, so he, him. The question I have is: Did your sergeant look like him, like in that scene from the second movie where he's still human and you see him transform? Wait, I mean, or you're talking about he looked like like Pinhead?
1: Let me say this: I watched this guy one time. So on the third floor of the Montgomery County Jail, that's where you get into real jail. Okay. Now, yeah. just a quick breakdown of the structure of the building. You have uh, dorms, mm-hmm. which are like the camp at Lebanon Correctional. Yeah. Uh, level ones, they're all in an open area. Yeah. And they got a, you got a bunk time, get in your bunk, and they listen. Yeah. They get in their beds because they're bitches. And then you've got like pods, which are more like a two-man cell. Yeah. And then you've got level th- like the third floor, mm-hmm. which uh, is a rollover cell. Mm-hmm. So you have bars, like you have a secure door. Goes into a vestibule. Mm-hmm. You've got secure bars that come in and close whenever you want or mm-hmm. open whenever you want. And then you've got food ports and the steel walls on mm-hmm. the sides. <clears throat> You're not allowed in the day room side at night after lockdown. Yeah. you got to go stay over there and fuck your buddies in the bunk beds. Mm-hmm. And then on the fourth floor, they have the same thing, but then they have like 24-hour lockdown, mm-hmm. 23-hour lockdown. So we go in one night because I'm working the third or fourth floor, one of the hell hor- the hell floors. Yeah. And some fuck shit happens. I forget what it was exactly. Mm-hmm. They were fucking with me, and I was like, you know what, I got you. Because I got yeah. fucking Sergeant Pinhead downstairs, and he's a psychopath. Yeah, I'm going to call him. Now it's his problem. Okay. So I go to the desk, and I'm like, hey. He's like, what's up, bud? <laughs> now, he sounds really funny, but when you see him, you're terrified automatically. Yeah. I never want to be pulled over by anyone who looks like that dude. But, like, what I'm saying is... Does Hold he- on, we're almost okay, there. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> so you remember Pinhead... Now, if you could picture Pinhead, yeah, uh-huh. in your mind, yeah, with the the dead stare, oh, the yeah. exact body, the except with a little bit of steroids, yeah, and uh, a scarier look in his eyes, yeah, and no pins yet, yet, yet. But he was he bald, bald as fuck. Oh my god! So this dude called, like he he was like he went from being funny on the phone because <laughs> I used to do Herbert the pervert voices <laughs> yeah. when I was on the radio. And they thought it was hilarious. Yeah. So he would like always joke with me and shit. Well, I called him and told him I had a problem. He's like, I'll be up there in a minute. He was up there in 36 seconds. Yeah. And he had two Mark 9s in his hand. Mm. <laughs> For anybody who doesn't know, that's uh, Fox 5.3 million Scoville heat units. And Mark 9s are like the small fire hydrant size. Yeah. Um, they're terrifying. Yeah. To both witness and behold. They're painful as well. Yeah. I just used it the other day to clean out my fucking uh, esophagus.
2: So, in a way, he is basically pinhead because he's... Listen, I'm I'm sorry. I keep keep cutting it off.
1: We go down the corridor. It Uh was the uh, west corridor. Mm -hmm. We go down the west corridor. He's like, which one is it? And he has... It was, which one is it? (laughs) Like, like when it was time to do business, right? He lost all human emotion and he was only there for pain, which was, in fact, his pleasure. Yeah. (laughs) So He walks He had me unlock the door With the gates open Mm -hmm. And they had tied a bed sheet To the gate Mm -hmm. Like the secured gate That didn't move So the door shouldn't open Yeah But he opened it anyway Mm -hmm. He pulled out a knife And cut the fucking Like their hands coming out Like the walking dead (laughs) And he's like Shoves a knife in Doesn't give a fuck If he cuts somebody Yeah And they're like
0: "Ah, And they run to the corners (laughs) Because they
1: saw a blade Yeah (laughs) He cuts the fucking sheet Yanks the door open. He's like, shut the door behind me. (laughs) And we had to lock him in there. And he emptied both Mark 9s. (laughs) And then he made him stay in there. And then he came out
2: with like... Just all the things that come out of a man's face. I imagine him coming out, and he's not even walking anymore. He's just moving forward, as in Pinhead, like Pinhead would do. Where yeah, he's just like zero emotion. There's no motion. The only reason he's moving that way is because he's in the physical realm
1: now, and did, he has to operate did, with gravity. When
2: he was in there, though, <coughs> did you hear like metal chains like slinking around and stuff like that? All like, I heard was screaming just, and just like, Screams. Ah. and then he made them belly crawl out while we kicked them. <laughs> Through the hallway
1: and then we <laughs> put him in handcuffs And then I don't know what happened because he was like Stay up here write the report we're getting on the elevator And then I heard screams all the way down And he locked him in a fucking Staging area for 24 say, hours Did you hear
2: like spare me your tears <laughs> <laughs> They're a
1: waste of good suffering <laughs> Now his wife worked there too And she was hot as fuck His wife at the time because I guarantee With whatever steroids he was on they're not still married But I can only imagine that
2: their bedroom Sounds the same way as that cell Just screams I mean he, he, back to the the new Hellraiser it was all right. I don't think it's as good as the original. Yeah. It's better than some of the more recent attempts at the Hellraiser world, mm. right? Like to me it, I would put it I would say the first one obviously. Yeah. That's fucking it's canon. Yeah, it's canon. The second one Hell Hellbound. I never read the book. How does the first one line up with the book? The it's close, like close enough. Well, okay. Understand this, Clive Broker, Clive <coughs> Parker wrote that it was a novella, right? Yeah, it was just a, sh- a novella is like the middle stage between a, a novel and a short story, <laughs> when right? You
1: said Clive Broker, I thought of a psychopath homosexual that works on Wall Street,
2: <laughs> but so he so it's a novella, but um, he uh, he worked on the original movie, so like. Here so imagine like this, like as far as I'm concerned, anytime you've had a a writer of something who worked directly with the sort like directly with the film and was the writer of the original story and all that's like
1: Stephen King and they want to fuck on it. But
2: that's the thing though, if he's directly involved and there are changes, I'm gonna go ahead and assume that as the writer, he said these changes are okay. Right? Because in the original story, like like I said, Pinhead is more androgynous. You don't know what sex it is, because it's so fucking terrifying to behold, and like the pins, uh, in its head, were encrusted with jewels in the original story, Mm. right? Yeah, like uh, imagine like you know decorative hairpins, like imagine that, Jesus, just like covering their whole fucking facade. What
1: was Clyde Barker's first book? That
2: was it, The Hellbound Heart. It probably wasn't the Hellbound Heart is the is the Hellraiser. That's the story. So that's, I mean, like what I'm trying to say is, what
1: is it like? So from the movies, where are we at on
2: this book? Is this like this is the OG? This is okay. the first movie. So start with this one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So Pinhead makes appearances in other books in his that he's wrote. Yeah, um, and it elaborates more on what Pinhead actually is, which in the other books, they refer to him as the Hell Priest, right? Mm. Because, like, let me nerd out for a minute here. Go ahead. So, basically, basically what you you find out is, like, you gotta think of Hell as a a parallel Earth onto itself, right? Mm -hmm. So, there is, like, um, different groups vying for control, and Pinhead's group is called, if I remember correctly, they're called the Order of the Gash. Right. Like, and their whole <laughs> shtick is like uh, 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 going to the far reaches of what the flesh can take you. Like, yeah. the limits of like an understanding that in their mind's eye, like, what we perceive as pleasure is like weak. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's the milk of existence. It's only what your mortal mind can allow. Because, yeah. It, it, and that's the thing is that so inevitably, uh, uh that what we seek is weak what they seek is pow- like powerful because they're seeking the upward limits of what's considered pleasure because their idea is is that pain is its own form of pleasure yeah. right that like I've met some girls that feel the same way that that's the like and to put and to <coughs> push pain as far as it can go yeah be within and beyond its limits like and that is what gets you closer to like like divine existence, right? Like that's that's their whole shtick, right? What I mean that even exists in the
1: Kybalion, right? Love and hate. It's like they're both the same thing. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're talking about like polarity, that's what I mean. Yeah, like the polarity of pleasure and pain. Yeah, I love mean, and hate. It's
2: all here's the thing. So like it's you know we, we go back to that polarity, like hot and cold, right? They're opposite things, but in the grand scheme of things, they they're on the same scale. The extremes it's, are still. It's just a matter of temperature. Yeah. Right so with pleasure and pain in that same retrospect it's a matter of sensation right right like to them there is no difference it's just that like if you're truly se- and th- okay and that's one thing i don't think this movie was able to encapsulate as well as the original movie was is that understand that the the lamentation uh, the lament configuration called out to those who thought that they had reached the furthest like depths of depravity and fucking like being just a, a piece of shit. Like, you look at the, girl, like so in in the, the original story, the girl's uncle, Frank, like, he has done all, like, he has sought out all the nasty, dirty sex shit you could find, yeah. trying to find what he finds to be ultimate pleasure.
1: He found motherless.com. Right. Or he fucked, or both.
2: Yeah, all of it. Yeah, He found all of it He was doing all sorts of crazy shit He was trying to find the boundaries of human pleasure He was hip to some subreddits that we don't even know about Basically that's where he comes in with finding the lament configuration And like the idea being is like Bitch you have not even begun to understand the limits of pleasure Yeah You are dabbling You are playing with toys You're a child You're a child Yeah We will teach you true pleasure (sighs) And then they rip your skin
1: off. Would you open that box, though? No. What if you're an old man? I don't think I still would. It just sounds horrible. I think you went from a zero percent to forty five percent
2: positive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, and that's the thing. Like, in the in when it's expanded upon, you find out that that the puzzle box, in and of itself, is more or less a a portal, right? And if used correctly, like. That's the thing. Everybody that's been fucked, like, in the, in the original movie and in the books, the reason the Cenobites show up is because you don't know how to use the motherfucker, so you just turn it. Oh yeah, the, the they're just fumbling with it. Yeah, and it just... And, like, that first configuration, it just makes you... Like, imagine if there's a million doors, right? Right. You fuck with it just once. You pick and it the just exact opens wrong door. It picks the first door that you fucked with, right? <laughs> and it just so happens to be the door that belongs to those motherfuckers.
1: Yeah. Spiritual ghetto.
2: Yeah. Oh, the worst. It's all bad. It's like imagine like fucking hell like imagine the hell equivalent of Mormons. Like that I mean, that's the best way I could use to describe it. Just like Or like seven day Adventists. Just like the like most zealotrous. Like there might be, you might open a door and there might be fucking like you know horny sex demons like in La Blue Girl, you know what I mean? That just like oh man, that'd be terrible. That just want to fuck, you know. I, hope I don't ever do that. <laughs> like multi penile fucking demons and shit that just want to fuck. These don't want to fuck. They don't. They don't. They don't do none of that. We know that. But it's just me espousing and preaching the evangel of how good of a movie Hellraiser is. Like you will never see me more happy or in my prime. Than when I get to introduce that movie to somebody who's never seen it before. Your or, son. Or understand its concepts. Yeah. Oh, he eventually down the road. When he's yeah, a little bit older. That's the thing. Like I've let him watch horror movies, right? Yeah. I'm talking about spooky shit because it's it's that time of year. We're that's, getting there. That's what it is. We'll we're talk about other a, shit, but we're I'm, almost a sound. No, I've got a whole list of things we gotta get through. So, okay. But let me I'm excited. Okay, let yeah. me let me get through this real quick. No, no, one hundred percent. Take your time. So
1: it's meant we owe the people because the last week I feel like we phoned it in. We I didn't upload it.
2: Watched, like we watch horror movies, right? Mm-hmm. But there are certain horror movies I'm not gonna watch with him yet. He's not old enough. Hellraiser being one of them, because I don't feel like answering the questions that have to be answered for said movie.
1: Can I ask you a question about that answer? Okay. So back to La blue girl. Is there ever a time in your fatherhood where you drop that on his pillow?
2: La blue girl. Yeah. No, he could find that on his own. Can you listen? Listen. As far as I'm concerned, finding the blue girl is the is the real life fucking equivalent of finding the lament configuration. How old were we? You when? will find it all on your own. Like, <laughs> yeah. You oh. will seek it. You will seek it out when the time comes. I don't have to bring it to you. How old were we when we found that shit? Oh man. Oh. Middle school? I'd like to smoke uh, whatever the
1: fuck that guy smokes with that dude. What, the one who made that show? Whoever's responsible for the lay blue girl. I want to sit down with him in front of a microphone and a camera, and I want to converse with him about whatever he wants to talk about. I'm sure it'd be very
2: fascinating. I fucking bet it would. But, but yeah, so we watch... That shower scene still haunts s- me to this like, day. It, it, Or, like, say other thing not necessarily, like... Horror movies, but like thrillers and stuff like that. There's certain ones, like Silence of the Lambs. There are things about that movie I'm not explaining to him yet. It's a little early. Yeah, a little early. Now, other ones I like that presumably are pretty fucking scary. I'll show to him he's because it doesn't require me to advance his knowledge in carnal things.
1: Well, he's still. If you look at the uh, the reference that nature gave us, right. For maturity or life experience He's still in the spring Yeah Some of these things are more summer Yeah Summer
2: expeditions
1: Yeah It's You can never have a season before it's time
2: Like I let him watch The Exorcist last year Okay That's a jump It's a bit of a jump That was the leap Right But I think well, That to an extent Is is mostly like he didn't have question. Like so, let's say let's get jump to the fucking, the the. But the fucking dodo scene. The, the heretic. I'm sorry. Let's, not... The heretical. Let's 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 address the heresy in the room. The scene where she's masturbating herself with a cross. Fuck me, Bruce. Okay, so like, to me, when you're watching that, you really like it's the insinuation of what's going on <clears> more than the graphics <throat> of it. So he doesn't. He he can watch that and see. He doesn't know what's going on. He sees her stabbing herself in the groin with a crucifix. So, you're saying that you expose him to it now, and then later in life, he'll understand what he actually saw. Exactly. Okay. He doesn't have questions about that. He just sees her <laughs> mutilating herself with, with an cru- upside-down cross. Yeah, with a crucifix.
1: Yeah. Right? What about, uh, you know what you you dead? your cunting daughter? You see,
2: that stuff I can deal same, with. Same type like, of shit? Yeah, like... What if he went in and... St- can- okay, never mind. Or, this like, is- The Shining, right? Yeah, like I remember being probably younger than him when I saw that movie, and the thing is, and sometimes life's better to have questions unanswered because it keeps it scary, yeah. right? You gotta let him watch the good one though.
1: Not that bullshit with fucking
2: okay, we're not, not that
1: fucking Native American Nazi film. We're
2: not gonna sit here and bespurt the name of that Stanley Kubrick masterpiece. Well, no, listen, I will. Uh, so, oh man but,
1: no, did you watch the miniseries
2: yeah yeah i've watched the mini-series. the miniseries i consider to be canon i own the miniseries right i've okay. seen it right it's canon right yeah i mean it to the it's 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 more faithful to the book that's what i'm saying but here's the thing like the movie is its own masterpiece but yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah it's not standalone canon. i'm not saying like like i would never sit here and say the stanley kubrick shining is a shining example of 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 Translating a book to film It's not Because it's terrible at it But on its own Standing on its own Right Imagine if every copy Of The Shining The book Was destroyed And all we had Was that Was that It's still a fucking gem Right Right. I'll
1: be that black blind man That carries the Braille Bible Over You know In uh, Book of Eli Like that's Yeah I'll carry that to the future Yeah yeah Carry it to the future But I think now In these days of non uh, Dystopian future Where I have to do that Everyone should watch that Stanley Kubrick one and then watch that documentary. What's that one called? Room 237. Room 237. With that documentary in mind, and if you're a Stephen King fan, it makes more sense. But what I'm saying is, like, before I found out about Stephen King's Twitter, I really liked his work. Yeah. <laughs> so, to me, like, that miniseries was Kanan, the one they showed on TV. Oh, most
2: definitely. It definitely Plus is. Plus, that bitch in that room was fire. But, like, Room 237, or the the Stanley Kubrick Shining... There are parts of that, like, that, because they went unanswered for years for me, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. It remains fucking terrifying. A matter
1: of horror in your own personal mind. I I will
2: point out the part where, see, like, shit isn't really, doesn't turn up until, like, the third, the very last act of the movie. Yeah. Right? You don't see a lot of crazy shit, little things here and there. What fucked you up the most? Oh, definitely fucking, like I said, when it turns up, when, like, um... Wendy starts like running through the hotel. Specific scene. Oh, it, it was when she looks down the hallway and that door's open and she sees that man sitting on the bed and then like this other dude like like raises up and looks at her and it's a dude in a dog costume. Yeah, furries are terrifying. That fucked me up. Yeah. That could be why I f- hate furries to this day. <laughs> cuz so, that yeah. scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid cuz and and you know why it was so scary? because I didn't understand what the fuck was going on. Yeah, you didn't understand that it was
1: a party and a man was giving another man a blowjob while dressed in furry outfits. Yeah. And I it's, even to understand it, it's so fucking terrifying. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, though. The thing that they didn't get in either the miniseries or the movie that they got in the book that fucked me up the most was the part where Danny, little Danny boy, is out playing in the wintertime and he's playing in those fucking tubes, the cement uh, tubes yeah, on the playground. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. That shit fucked me up worse than anything else in that movie. Doesn't he, like, hear... Like, he hears shit, that's. right he? behind him, scratching on his fucking bottom of his shoe. Yeah. Chasing him out. And, he he gets, like, locked into it because the snow falls over the uh, over the uh, entrance. Did you ever
2: read Dr. Sleep? Yeah. I fucking love Dr. Sleep, yeah. 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 Did you ever watch the movie? Uh, no, I
1: know. It's good.
2: <laughs> is it on it's Netflix? Ex- I don't know what it's on now. I it's gotta be it. on something. Dude, there is a scene in that movie that is so... Fucking hard to watch. Which one? Um, Where... Spoiler alert. Okay, so it's where... Uh, what did they call themselves? You know, the, the, top, the top knot or yeah. whatever. The true knot.
1: The true knot, yeah.
2: Okay, so the true knot is hunting down a boy. Yeah. He's like a baseball player. Right. He's going home was from... Was he the back. one that ended up... He's the one... Hold on, I'll edit it out. I don't he's the f- one that... Got him sick? Or, no. He's the one that was like tortured so badly by them that uh Abra and Danny both heard her heard him. Right. Like from I, across the country. I thought he was him. the one that infected them. Uh no I don't think so. No. They got infected by um, I thought it was a kid coming over from baseball practice is the reason why I said that. No, they didn't inf- that didn't infect him with anything. Oh I thought he had that shit. No, so but that scene in the movie That shit's hard to watch. I could fucking imagine. And and then I found out later that, like, so that scene (laughs) in the movie, it's only maybe five minutes tops, the whole thing. Yeah. And it's still hard to watch. And then I found out that there was, like, an extra, like, five or six minutes that was cut out of that. because Oh, they edited it out? They edited it out because they're like, this might be too much. And it was already too much. Like, I'd say that scene in and of itself is one of the most hardcore pieces of horror I have seen in years. Now I gotta watch it. Like as a parent watching that, holy shit! It's hard to fucking watch, man. Was that Stephen King or Joe Hill? His son, not Stephen King. Okay. Although Joe Hill apparently is starting to dabble in his dad's universe. Like he fucking better because somebody needs to pick back up
1: on the Gunslinger, the Dark Tower series. Anyway, can we get Roland the
2: Chain is still out there? Prove me wrong. <laughs>
1: Talking. I, listen, I don't know if you ever have preached the Evangel of the Dark Tower series, but every time I talk to anybody about it, I say the same fucking thing. The first book, you're going to fucking read it. You're going to hate it. You're not going to understand it. You're yeah. going to be tired of it. You're going to want it to end. By the time you get to about the second or third book, you're going to be hooked. You can't get yourself out of It doesn't matter if you want to finish it. You're going to. And then the very first thing you're going to do after you finish the last book is go back to the first one immediately.
2: Yeah. I was... Like a heroin addict. And then you wonder... But that's the thing, though. And I was the same way. First time reading The Gunslinger. Yeah, you're like, I what the like, fuck is this? I was like, this is fucking terrible. None until, of this makes sense. Up until, like, the last, like, third of the book. And yeah. then it turns up, and you're like, fuck. And then, like, you get to the end, you're like, I gotta keep going. You got to. Yeah. But then, did you get... I mean, did you but feel then, that same yeah. pull when you finished but then the when series? you, But then when you finish, and you come back around, yeah, and you start it again... It's suddenly, like... It's a whole different book when you read it. amazing. What's fucking crazy, and I've said it before, and I, I'm about to stop, stop,
1: I'm gonna say it one more time, but it's fucking crazy to me that he started writing this shit as a mini, it was like a mini little story that he put into a magazine mm-hmm. back in the 70s, and then from the 70s on, while he wrote all of his other books and got all these other blockbusters and shit, and had movie deals and all this other shit, he continued to write books that were involved in that fucking universe, and the fact that he wrote the first book and it had everything to do with the last book.
2: After, it, here's the what I'm going to say. I think if somebody's into Stephen King and they haven't read The Dark Tower, you are doing yourself a disservice. Yeah, you're doing yourself a disservice yeah, cuz like Don't look at his Twitter. To me, The Dark Tower amplifies all of his other work oh, yeah. to an extent like unparalleled. You can't even begin to understand. And I think you know, 50, 100 years down the road, people are going to look back at his body of work and realize, like, and then take it even further, 500, 1,000 years down the road. He could be, for all we know, in, in like, in our age, uh, akin to your William Shakespeare, uh, your, yeah. it, it, your, your fucking... Until um, we find out he had a black girl right on this da- shit. Your, your Dante, all that shit. Like, <laughs> you're going to look at this and you're going to be like, that people there'll be college courses talking about this fucking shit. They
1: should legalize all the drugs he was on just because of what he created while he was on them.
2: You know, there's a whole subgroup of Stephen King fans that, uh, well, Stephen King fans in general have a, a bit of an infight. There's a schism, yeah. right? Because before and after, before drug and, use. and after drugs. Yeah, no, I there's totally a group agree. that says that everything during drugs is his finest work. You couldn't channel things the way he channeled
1: them. Like when he what what was it that he used in the first book? Was it mescaline? When he fucked that demon? Yeah, uh, Roland fucked that demon. Mm-hmm. You can't do shit like that if you've not done the drugs. And then you fast forward, right? Let's just hit the fast forward button on the uh, VHS recorder that we've got and go forward to Cujo. That book and movie terrified the fuck out of me. Yeah, when I was younger, he
2: doesn't even remember writing. He it. doesn't remember writing Cujo because he was so fucked up on sure. drugs. But here's, here's what I will say between the two camps. Collectively, I will say the work during drugs is his best. But yeah. with the exception being that you have to understand that the latter part, big part of the Dark Tower series was written after he was sober. Yeah. So that being said... Once he learned how to write I again. feel like the Dark Tower in the grand scheme of things, it's what bridges the gap and should, should seal the schism. Right? It. Because... And and mind you, mind you, if you ask me, Tubbs, what's your favorite book in the Dark Tower series? Tubbs, what's your favorite book in the Dark Tower series? The Wind Through the Keyhole. Really? Which is not even part of the actual series. It's a sub story within the story. Wow, dude, have like really? The Wind Through the Keyhole is fucking. It's one of the most like I put the Wind Through the Keyhole up on the top shelf when it comes to fantasy writing. That is up there with Tolkien. I gotta
1: re-listen to it again. That be- is up there. I don't feel that way. That
2: is up there with the top fantasy writing that has ever been done in the history of writing. What you, about you, book
1: four, Wizarding Wizard, Glass? Okay,
2: and that's the thing. If you want, if you ask me, what's my favorite book in the series? Yeah, it's Wizard and Glass. Wizard and Glass, is fantastic. Easy, but if you ask me, what's my favorite book in the whole Dark, Dark, Dark Tower mythos? It's Went Through the Keyhole. That fucking book. Is so amazing I cannot tell people enough But here's the thing Here's the thing people If you haven't read The Dark Tower series You can't just pick up The Wind Through the Keyhole And read it And, no. and know what, what you're doing You'd be like What the fuck is this You have to like You know like And that's the thing I read the whole Dark Tower series right Yeah And then I read Wind Through the Keyhole And like I felt What was that b- between Which two books Was it between I feel like that Happened between Wizard of Glass Wizard and Glass Yeah four and, and five And Walls of Cala That's what I thought too but like it, I have to re-listen to that. Listen, Wind Through the Keyhole is one of the greatest fantasy ser- fantasy ser- fantasy books ever written. I put it up there with the Lord of the Rings. And like I said, I put it up there with Tolkien. Like oh, you just As, shit on Tolkien. T- that's not shitting on Tolkien. Well, I mean, when when I'm I'm t- t- like
1: you, you took like a non-series book and I mean, I, it must be that good. I must have missed it.
2: Man, listen. It is and put it up against the fucking Trident. I'm telling you, I have read so much <clears throat> fantasy books. I'd say, like, amongst the books, the, the the different genres I've read, I am the most well-versed, I feel like, in science fiction as my top one. But fantasy is right behind it. So I feel like my authority on the ability to say something is good or bad has some weight, right? Yeah. And I'm telling you now, like... Went through the keyhole is one of the most beautiful stories I've ever read. Well, now have you have you read any L. Ron Hubbard?
1: <laughs> I'm just fucking with you.
2: I got a piece. I have read L. Ron Hubbard. I honest. heard it's all trash. I have
1: not read it. I was into a deep conversation the other day with uh, uh, Brother Teen Wolf mm. about life and trying to regain your mind after you get out of things and you end up purging and trying to become a human again. And uh he was going through it, deep emotions, and I was like, you know, I think I figured out the answer. And he was like eager, grabbing my fucking jacket, like what tell me what the fuck what the fuck do I have to do? I was like, We gotta join Scientology, bro. <laughs> it wasn't the right answer. No, I bet you it wasn't. But it was the right answer for him at the time. Yeah. Brought him back down. You know how he gets Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes he gets a little excitable. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to listen to a song called Fuck the Banks. It was the intro and outro to one of the newer uh, videos on Jeff Berwick's The Dollar Vigilante page on Bitchute.com. Mm-hmm. It's done by a group called Soulmates on YouTube. Now, I think it's fantastic. The thing is, it's going to be kind of hard. You're going to have to use like all your brain to watch this. Okay. Uh, so, the music and the sounds and the imagery are one thing. Mm-hmm. But you also, you know how YouTube does these? Uh, the captions? Yeah. I want you to read the captions while also watching the video. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Again, Fuck the Banks by the Soulmates on YouTube.
4: Capitalism and democracy. Fuck tax and the country and the GDP. Just fuck the whole economy. Fuck anyone who works in the CBD. Fuck anyone who went to university. Fuck the reptilian dynasty
3: and fuck the whole Illuminati. The lizard people watch with all-seeing eye atop skyscrapers, infinity stories high, spitting on us from the top of the towers, flying first class, getting golden showers. you got to get a new Travel 10 bus ticket. You should go kill yourself.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the United Nations of the New World Order Calcifying in third eye, putting fluoride right in the water. Don't believe everything you see on the news. Dormit Adrian is dishing out the brutal truth. On the dark side of the moon, there's an alien space station. The cost of life, I won't get on my knees and suck a manager's knob, just to be another dickhead with a full-time job. Boom, 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 that's the sound of a truth bomb. Bring a ding, ding, that's Barack Obama's unicorn. Get Dom and Adrian off the waves. Cause I'm so truth bombs like at the end of days. When will I get my golden
2: ticket? a 90-spaceship.
1: Yeah. I just thought I would show that to you. That's a song called Fuck the Banks by Soulmates on YouTube. And it's uh if you listen to it, it's a good song, but if you're not reading the captions and watching the video, then yeah. you're really not getting any part of the actual experience. I saw that on Jeff you're, Berwick's page. Yeah, you're missing some of the nuance. <clears throat> definitively. Would you think? It's very good. What was that other group of uh not fucking Australians, the New Zealanders? I had those vibes when I watched it.
2: Oh fuck, what are they called?
1: Condor. Uh, fly the Concord fly of the, Conco- the Concord Yeah Yeah fly of the Concord vibes Yeah Only like more of a Anarchy fucking Vibe Yeah I don't know So yeah That was a little lightheartedness. Yeah, you guys yeah, should yeah. check that out Fuck the Banks On YouTube By Soulmates And then here we uh, I'm just gonna run some things by you Okay Figure we'd uh, end it that way Alright
2: What about Kanye and Candace Owens that whole thing, I I've like. i been it. trying to wrap my head around it to figure out, like, right? how much of him is real and how much of it is gimmick.
1: I don't know, man. For anybody who hasn't seen it, and uh, I hate using mainstream sources, but you can check out the uh, Tucker Carlson interview of Kanye, now yay,
2: uh, I guess this is his name, Ye, Ye, yay. I'll tell you what, the one thing I can say is, at the very least, the dude's using his platform to put off... Like, to say things, like, you know, I always say, like, celebrities are like, well, I feel like the reason I have to say something is because I have a platform and blah, 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 hmm. And the thing is, like, Kanye is doing the same exact thing. Right. He's not saying what they want them to say. Basically,
1: what he did was, in a nutshell, where was it they went? They went to somewhere for a, uh, some event. Uh, Kanye and Candace Owens went to some event that I don't remember because it's not important to me. And they both wore shirts that said White Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. And Kanye had a press pass, or like a lanyard, with a laminated pass on it that said uh, something about pro-life. It had a sonogram on it, didn't
2: it? Yeah, a sonogram, that's right.
1: And when he was on, he did an interview shortly after that with Tucker Carlson, and uh, he's like, why do you have that on your lanyard? And he was like, because I'm pro-life. and. Fifty percent of the black life that's lost in this country is from abortion. Yeah, and like that, we've talked about that before. Like stopblackgenocide.org. org. Yeah, you know, like all these leftist cunts that are out here reeing and screeching over his whole white lives matter thing are the same ones that are all about aborting black babies. Yeah, and don't want fucking immigrants well, in their neighborhood. That,
2: and I think he was—he's <coughs> accusing a Black Lives Matter the organization of basically uh, laundering money and. Buying using, mansions, buying mansions you and whatnot, know? and that they're not actually ha- helping the black community because, like, they're th- race pimps. Because I mean, new age race pimps. I think someone said that, like, Black Lives Matter never gave George Floyd's family any money.
1: Probably would have just spent on drugs anyway.
2: <clears throat> but I guess Kanye gave them like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. <throat> Damn! Uh, Shout out, yay! You know, which uh, I was listening to someone talk about that, and they said that Kanye gave his children $250,000 <clears> and that he, they're like, that's more than George Floyd ever did for his family. No shit. But shout out Kanye being a fucking black father. But I, 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 he's an interesting fellow, man. Cause like, have you watched his interview on Rogan? He's, he said some crazy shit, like basically about how, like, like they tried to manage him. Right? Yeah. Well on Rogan, he said that like they, he came out and did some shit that he wanted to do
1: his managers and all these other people came out and like put him on these psychotropic drugs. And he came on Rogan and he was like, you know what the main ingredient is in Prozac? It's fluoride. It shuts off your third eye. It cuts you off from source. He's like, I have all these ideas. He's like a black Elon Musk in the way that his mind works. Yeah. Where it's just constantly firing off these ideas about pro-freedom and pro-humanity and shit. And they're trying to like drug him. Yeah. So all of his like outbursts and shit was when he was part of the industry.
2: And then like he broke away from that and he's still uber successful. And the other thing is is like he is very uh open about his faith. Yeah. And I still want to talk to him. Like, he said something crazy with the Tucker Carlson interview where <coughs> he basically said, I don't care what people say because I, I perform for an audience of one. of one. Yeah. Like And that's God. Or Jesus, or whatever that, they said. To me, is some fucking Giga Chad shit right there. Like Yeah.
1: was a black name for Chad?
2: I just say Chad. I'm sure there's black Chads out there. I didn't know if there was like
1: a equivalent, you know, because he is that. He's that meme
2: you see as the Giga Chad, but he is. yeah. He, cause to say that, like, like I said, the dude perplexes me because I don't know how much of it is performative and how much of it he's just being him. I mean, he seems to be fairly
1: consistent. Now I do have questions about his run this, uh, run this town video. And some of the shit that he's been involved in. But, I mean, he was signed to Rockefeller Records. Yeah. Who we've talked about in the past for their, like, weird, strange, occult imagery. Yeah. But, I mean, overall, I think what he's doing is more positive than what the media is doing. Where they're trying to pit everyone against each other and foment a civil war at the same time they're trying to explain away human rights violations yeah across the world while we try to start world war three yeah you know he's trying to bring people together i appreciate that and uh i'm here for it you know yeah full send as they say but yeah i I don't know i mean i enjoy his music too i'm not even gonna lie about it i bumped some kanye in my time Mm -hmm. a couple days ago yeah if you haven't re-listened to stronger since 2022 you probably ought to (laughs) it's a good one we just got a couple news articles to go through, and we'll be out of the out of your ears. All right. So uh, just a quick update on everything. We talked a little bit earlier about the uh, blowing up the suicide bombing of the bridge. I mean, unless it was a remote bomb. Who the fuck knows what kind of tech they've got out there anymore? They did fly remote control planes into the Twin Towers, after all. You have all these sources that I've collected, uh, like a U.S. Secretary Anthony Blinken talking about destroying Nord Stream 2. If there was ever a Russian invasion of Ukraine, you've got several Biden clips. And now the media, the same people, even these fucking lefties on Twitter that immediately went from having a uh, vaccine tattoo and like a uh, shot on their profile and vax as one of their pronouns, uh, moving straight into a Ukrainian flag and t- calling for World War <clears> Three, <throat> supporting these leftist parties. So that's like uh, that's going on right now. You know, but the West is admitting before they even did it that they were going to do it. There's three or four videos that I've seen where, like, high up government officials and Biden twice said that if Ukraine was invaded by Russia, they were going to take out Nord Stream 2. And then they were like, Biden especially was questioned, well, how are you going to do that? That's under Germany's control. Yeah. And he was like, trust me, it's going to happen. To <laughs> so I'm sure we didn't do that, even though we had a uh, military in the area.
2: At the time, I don't know what you think about that. What are your thoughts? Uh, sounds like to me, it's us. Basically, it's whoever wanted, whoever did it. Their whole intention, I believe, was to provoke Germany into taking a more militaristic stance and not siding with Russia, siding with the West. I wonder what sort of promises
1: were given from the west to germany like i don't know man but like how it, are you going to bomb your fucking friend your 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 allies fuel supply right before winter
2: time yeah yeah you know it's weird is is like world war 3 is ramped up to be a weird one because you know first two world wars were mostly had to do with like germany was the bad guy yeah right that's one thing that always remained the same right germany was the bad guy but now it's like we're looking at them. They are, like, if if we're... Let me put this in Lord of the Rings context real quick, because I love doing that. Like, think of Germany as Gondor. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, it's the last game. If Gondor falls. Yeah, if Gondor falls, like, like if, say, there was a Russian invasion, then there is no chance for the rest of Europe. Like, they're just going <laughs> to fall. Fought. Like Germany is the last. Well, they haven't.
1: Have they remilitarized,
2: or are they still? Germany has always kind of kept some semblance of a military stance. I heard that they were remilitarizing. We're not, we're not and everyone's talking. Freaked out about it. Yeah. Well. Yeah. People are freaking out, man. Because look at the last hundred years. Like, anytime Germans start getting fucking battle ready, it's not a good. It was never a good thing. Well, like, I'm going to say something uncomfortable.
1: Okay. But how much more peace do you think there would have been if the Jews weren't,
2: you know? That makes me really uncomfortable it,
1: I told you it was going to make you uncomfortable But at the same time, one of the episodes If not the next episode Is going to involve uh, the Israeli occupation And subjugation of the Palestinians In the Gaza Strip
2: Which, I mean, we've talked about that before on the show
1: Right, but we talked about If we find out that girl's name I'm going to send you the documentary I need okay. you to listen to that Joe Rogan interview And I, I think we should have a Because we both come at it com- I mean, anti-government sides But at the same time, like we need to flush it out. Yeah. Because I've had a number of people
2: message us, like, when are you going to talk about it? What, the whole Palestinian thing?
1: Well, like the Abby Martin documentary specifically, although okay. they couldn't remember her name either. Yeah. And then this shit with whatever it was that uh, Joe wrote. What was the Roger guy's Waters. name? Roger Waters. Roger Waters, where he yeah. talked about his organization. that he. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that we should talk about. And it, it gets us away from the, Man,
2: this e- current events bullshit. I feel like if you're just scraping the surface of the Roger Waters ethos, <laughs> you need to look into him more no, I've Look been, at some of his live performances I've seen Of, of the wall and stuff well, like that He
1: even talked about it too Some of the things where he came across Where they, they argued that he was an anti-Semite For putting the Star of David on the pig And stuff like that He's like I also put the dollar And he like, talks about all the other things they yeah. put on there And like to hear him talk it out He's either a real life psychopath Or he's a fucking brilliant individual
2: he hates authority. As he sh- as you should. And I don't think... It, not I there's anything wrong with that. But like, it, and like I said, he does... I don't know exactly what his end game is, like what his utopia would look like. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. Because but like... At the same time, like, I've... We've talked about this privately and a little bit on the show, like tiny bit on the show. I am fully against the Israeli state. But as long as you're against authority in general and not replacing... Like right wing authoritarianism with left wing authoritarianism, you exactly. I mean? But then, you can't at the end replace... of the day, it's still a jackboot on your throat. Well, that, you know what I mean? Well, that like, was,
1: hold on, let me look this up real quick. Uh, his last episode, Joe Joe Rogan, that he did, he had on what the fuck was his name?
2: Uh, Jan Winner. <clears throat> yeah, I saw parts of that interview. I was disgusted with that. Episode. Oh yeah, fuck that dude,
1: fuck him, and fuck that whole that whole episode. And that Joe went against him though. Well, he did, and I'm not mad at Joe for it. But what I'm saying is, I heard so many things that made me upset in that episode. I was like, fuck this episode. Yeah. I'm not mad at Joe for it because he called
2: him out as he should. Yeah. But like, like, you really have calling like, for like that's what you you really have faith in the government like that. Right. Like you like, really think you, like yeah. you just talked about
1: for a while about how the government's corrupt and uh, like you said. Uh, with um, Roger Waters? Yeah. Like, replacing one wing with the other wing. Yeah. Like, no, it doesn't work that way. And I hope that I find through my research that he's not about that life. But he seemed at least more open to the idea, basically, of just fuck authority in general. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm cool with that. Especially when it comes to, like, the Gaza Strip. The average age of people, they're they're, they're killing children. The average age is 17. Yeah. You know? Like... I don't know i'm i I know you said we've done it before. I'm excited for that episode, yeah, but anyway, we'll move on. Did you watch the speech of Putin where he was talking about he was talking directly he was talking to people around the world, citizens mm-hmm. uh Western citizens specifically, yeah, basically saying like I don't have any beef with you, I have a beef with your government, hmm. you know, and he talked to like several countries in specific. Um, and he called them sat- Satanists. Damn. Specifically. Would, would you like to watch it? Yeah, sure. Let's watch it. I don't fucking We
4: really want to have in our school, starting from elementary school, do we want our kids to be imposed to the pervert values that lead to degradation and extinction? Do we want them to impose this understanding that instead of males and females, there is some... Genders and do we really want them to go through gender change operations? Do we really want it for our children? It is unacceptable for us because we have. The future of our own which is different and the western elites they are working against all the communities against the peoples of the western countries as well it is against everyone they want to bring back all the traditional values traditional faith and it's like the religion upside down looks like Platinum satanism so
1: Putin going out straight Satanism, yeah, up in this bitch, and then uh, so I mean I I don't I don't know I, I listened to the just just the Russian version of that without any over talking, mm-hmm. and he did say Satanism at the end, yeah. So I'm not I don't speak Russian, you know. It could be propaganda, yeah. But it seems like I don't know. This is not how I expected World War Three to happen with an actual country moving against, you know, I figured they'd all move in tandem. Yeah. And it doesn't seem that it's going that way. So I don't know what that means as far as, like, I don't know what that means as far as, like, where it all ends up. Yeah. If you've seen the the, the news of the United Nations demanding that central banks stop using rate hikes and start implementing price controls, calling for global communism.
2: Yeah, price controls have never worked.
1: Never. <laughs> like so. I'm thinking. And Joe Biden actually said that in an interview not that long ago. Not an interview, but a uh, speech, where he told he blatantly called out the, uh, not the state governors and the people who are responsible for state law adding on tax to fuel, specifically diesel and gasoline. Yeah. But he called on the owners of the shops that sell the gasoline and the diesel. And said, stop price hiking. Bring these prices down now. And it's like, you know, if you actually talk to a person who owns a gas station, they don't get hardly any money from the fuel because of the taxes, because of the fucking global fuckery. They gain their money from having just cheap enough gas to keep their fucking lights on, and you coming inside and buying their expensive shit. Yeah. Or their state price-controlled minimum alcohol. Yeah. Or tobacco.
2: Yeah.
1: You know? So it's like, to me, to hear these Western leaders... I.e., fucking Biden, talk about price controls. It lets me think that they are, and they're in stage, and we're about to go into full fucking collapse because they've lost all their leverage. Hmm. But anyway, that's all I've got, I guess. I mean, I don't know how you feel about those things. Well, you know how I feel about those things. Oh, and then one more thing. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. They have, uh, I wanted to ask you a question, and then I have a statement. Okay. Well, first off, I'll tell you the statement. So the UN says they own the science. Okay. That was an awkward interview. Did you watch that one? No. Okay. So I won't play it. Okay. But it was a UN panel, and they're talking about how troubling it was for them with their, you know, they're all about vaccines and health. Yeah. Obviously keeping us alive. Yeah. And they said it was troubling that we came and we saw on Google that when you typed in vaccination, the first things that came up were not our sources, and it was anti-vax stuff. So we talked with Google, and we handled that. (laughs) We own the science, is what they said. Yeah. That was, uh, whatever. I mean, I guess if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. And then uh, the Chinese situation with their new zero COVID policy. Have you seen that one? Mm -mm. So they now moved into the main cities of China with machine guns. Mm. And they have videos of Chinese citizens asking, are you going to shoot us all? (laughs) And they've gone past their little QR code scanning that you have to do to go into places. And now they've gone full social credit system. And you yeah. have to scan in everywhere you go with your face. And all of your actions are being recorded. And it's definitely not coming to the West. Definitely not. So why would you need machine guns to fight COVID, do you think? No clue. Do, is that one of the ways to get rid I mean, I know ivermectin doesn't work.
2: It doesn't seem like a practical way to get rid of COVID.
1: You wouldn't use machine guns? To no. Get rid, okay. No. To get rid of COVID
2: I probably use You know bed rest Ivermectin Maybe some ivermectin Maybe some vitamin D Some zinc Some zinc
1: (laughs) I did see that They just said that Ivermectin works Against COVID now So I'm sure that Won't lead to lawsuits Yeah How many doctors And nurses do you think Lost their jobs Over that shit Makes one
2: wonder Doesn't it Wonder (laughs) (laughs) Well I think that About wraps it up For us doesn't it I just figured I'd uh, Pepper it you know Oh yeah Uh, We'd like to thank Y'all for listening We hope you enjoyed The show We'd like to thank Blood the Brave. Blood the
1: Brave at Bandcamp. Blood the Brave on Facebook. Blood the Brave, a.k.a. Kyle Reese at Twitter. It's also on Instagram, if I didn't say that already.
2: Yeah, there's ways to get a hold of us. Twitter at Bones
1: Tubs. Instagram.com forward slash Bones and Tubs. We're not on Facebook, and we are also on Telegram and TikTok. Yeah. And for longer form communication, com. There you go.
2: We hope you enjoyed the show. We hope you tune in next time. And between now and then, we hope you guys stay safe
1: definitely youtube how to dig your own latrine because if nuclear war happens you're not going to wish it in your own backyard we love you we really do
0: it's real they try to rearrange your brain make you doubt yourself until you think you're insane they really did Still lying now, they don't care if you live, so stop asking them, or think that they will help the battles within, they don't care about your health, all they want is for you to bow down and be ruled. Training you well ever since you were in school. Played as a fool, used as a pawn. Unwashed the minds with the words of my songs. You gotta stay strong and go deep within your own heart that deserves to shine like chrome. You gotta push and grow and break through the mold that they try to lock you in and control your soul. It's everywhere you look. When you watch what they feed, all they do is plant the seeds that help conformity. Your mind is a prize and they hunt it every day in any way they can, they're gonna move it on the prey. But I know their tricks and the tactics they use and expose them in my songs. There's no way we will lose. Come alive from FEMA Region 5. This is the Hunger Games. You gotta fight to survive. Look alive and be ready on all sides because every day they attack your monster, third eye. Come alive from fema region five this is the hunger games you gotta fight to survive look alive and be ready on all sides because every day they attack your monster die may the odds be Ever in your favor Whether you see it or not Our lives are a danger Battered and broke They wanna leave you with no hope Like you're stuck And can't find your way out of the rope And they're the ones who tied you up so tight And tell you that you're free Don't resist, don't fight Like we're supposed to take it Your will they wanna break If They really want you to not Think you're gonna make it They try to break your will Cause they know how strong you are They know your power That's why they hunt you at large It's never what they claim that's ever what it seems This is the Hunger Games, you are Katniss Everdeen, they play it on a screen and we cheer for the rebels, but in real life, most cheer for the devil, they just want to be safe, that's why they keep them all scared, the state could care less, they'll push you down the stairs and they'll say you the crutch, and then tell you to be thankful, that's the truth, the cruel to face it can be painful, but after you make it through the lies and hurt, you finally realize, everything you're worth come alive. From FEMA Region 5, this is the Hunger Games. You gotta fight to survive, look alive. And be ready on all sides, cause every day they attack your monster, or die. Coming live from FEMA Region 5, this is the Hunger Games. You gotta fight to survive, look alive. And be ready on all sides, cause every day they attack your monster, die. May the odds be ever in your favor, whether you see it or not, our lives are a danger.